Welcome to this NeoZaz.com special. This is our partial recount and review of the Rift Tracks live event, Rift Tracks Live The Room. The Room. The Room. Now, this was a Fathom event that took place on January 28th. You don't know what a Fathom event is. It's a multicast live broadcast, in a sense, that goes across a bunch of movie theaters all at once. They do live events. They do... TV specials, operas, operas. Yeah, they do. uh, They just did a the Doctor Who Christmas special right before Christmas. The Sherlock Sherlock special. special. Uh, I know. I don't know if they did it for all the seasons, but the first couple seasons of Star Trek: The Next Generation before the Blu-rays came out, they would do a like a special of uh, the Blu-ray episodes, the remastered Blu-rays, to kind of launch that. But uh, live events is is another thing, obviously, and that's that's what this was. Now, in this case. It was an encore presentation of a live event that took place on May 6th of 2015, and it was the Rift Tracks live performance of The Room. Now, real quick, if you don't know what Rift Tracks is, if you're familiar with Mystery Science Theater 3000, it's some of the guys from that, the guys that actually ended the show. Mike Nelson, who is the human character, Bill Corbett, who played Crow, and Tom Servo, who played, or I mean, uh, Kevin Murphy, who played Tom Servo. He played Tom Servo from the second season on, so he was the longest uh running performer though i think mike nelson was like head writer he was, yeah he was head beginning. writer from yep, the beginning so, all mystery science theater alumni doing what they do best making fun of bad movies but without the silhouette but in this case they were standing just to the right stage right if that's right yes. is that how you say it? you look at the stage and it's stage right stage right of the movie itself and now what they were riffing was the room and if you Best movie ever. If you know what, don't know what the room is. It is the king of bad movies. Next and, to Troll Two. And for more on, well, I don't know if it's next to it. It's I think it's it's on its own. I think it's better than and as far as bad movies. If you want more on the room, we have a special. This is what this follow up is, or this is what the special is following up. It's our special Neo's as enters the room, and that has that's a lot more about the room, about what the story is, the people behind it, the history. And our friend Dave's utter Exposure. obsession with the movie. <laughs> Exposure. And that turned quickly into obsession of the movie. We're reviewing it for a couple reasons. One, because it's, like I said, a follow-up to our special. Two, our partners in crime in that special, Dave and Jack, his son Jack, who's also in that special, didn't get to go. They didn't get to go. And they wanted to hear what it was like and what it was about. And I think they wanted to hear our opinion on it. And the other reason is that a couple or a few of our listeners actually at newsaz.com had gone too. And we wanted to give our review and thoughts. And we'd love to hear theirs and anyone else that is listening to this that, that had went to see this at any showing what you thought of it as well. So to start with, uh, I wasn't quite sure how this was going to flow as far as being a live event. Cause we have a few of the riff track tracks and it's just an audio recording. When I get used to, so like having such a intimate, you know, just seeing it in your house, you're yeah. used to that experience. This That's, was, yeah. It was interesting to watch it on like a almost like a third level to be able to watch it in a theater all at once. Yeah. And watch it as well, watch the people as well as watch the movie. And this is jumping way ahead, but I also found it to have a different energy in their performance because yeah, everything else is a studio. It's it's the same for them actually. What you just explained, it's them inside yeah. a studio watching a movie and doing their lines, whereas this, they're getting the feel of the audience they're in front of and probably adjusting their 
performance. Yeah, they're it. getting feedback from what yeah, they're exactly. doing. Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't really sure what to expect at all from it. And the first thing that was kind of cool is the uh, immersement they do into the show because the stage, it's a big stage, movie screen, uh, the movie's going to play on in in center of it, but the stage was decorated to look like the roof from the room. The best. Yep, so it had the table and chairs where everyone sits and talks, and, and at the all the way to the right, stage right, was the... Stair- entrance, stairwell thing. entry exit that they would go in and out of the tin covered the folded <laughs> tin covered thing that yeah the, if you've seen the movie you know exactly what we're talking about the shed yep so they came out uh it was mike nelson and kevin murphy came out tossing a football back and forth it's a great reference to the movie which obviously if you're going to see this you well not necessarily if you like rift tracks you might see it cold but i'm sure most of the people that were there had seen the room oh yeah and as they were introducing themselves, the door to that tin doorway roof cover thing shed opens and out comes Bill Corbett doing the infamous, I did not hit her. It's bullshit. I did not scene, which yeah. was got the, got the crowd rolling in, in the mood. So we had some introductions. They let us know who they were, which, of course, I think everyone already knew. And I guess I don't know what the runtime of the movie is. But it must be a little shorter than just short of two hours because they did a short, an educational short, which are kind of almost as famous for doing these now public domain educational ridiculous shorts as they are riffing regular movies. And in this case, they did the final in a series, a series is called At Your Fingertips, which I looked up and I'm going to go buy some because they have the whole movie in the riff for like 99 cents oh, man. each. And it's called At Your Fingertips, and it's like how to do different crafts or things outside or things for kids to learn to do. And this one was called Float. Yeah. Where the kids basically made, I want to say model boats with air quotes. You can't see the air quotes, but my model boats is in air quotes. It's, it was basically them just taking trash and throwing it in the water. And watching it float. <laughs> yes. And making toys out of nothing. And when they pointed out that most of the boats they were making were made from the... Uh, the foam trays you buy meat off of yeah. it made the whole scene Bull. that much more disgusting. And and popsicle sticks. Popsicle sticks and uh spools of plastic trays yeah. and spools. It was literally like them just throwing trash, trash in the water. In the water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it float. Yeah. So that went on for about I guess twenty minutes. I didn't really time it. But after that came the main event without any any ado. We went right into it, right into the room. Credit sequence was okay. Again, I'm I'm still not. The short was hilarious. I was dying at the short, but I was still wasn't sure how the room was going to fly with this live performance in a room full. We were also in a room full of people. The theater is pretty full. Yeah, it wasn't sold out, but it was pretty full. So I wasn't sure how this was going to go. We get through the title sequence with a few good laughs, but once the acting begins, the actual story begins. All my fears are like erased, like instantly. Like when Tommy st- or Johnny starts talking and he has that laugh. And <laughs> the first joke that starts me laughing and I don't stop for like the next half hour is where Mike Nelson says, Hey, he's a writer, director, actor, and laugh track. And it was timed so well. Like right when he said laugh track, right when everyone got their first chuckle out, he goes, <laughs> And then the whole room roars. Yeah. And in all honesty, it had to be at least 20 minutes before I ever stopped laughing. Maybe more. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, be, beyond just the fact that the room on its own is hilarious because we've seen it like 8,000 times, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but the fact that you finally have people just bringing new jokes to it, it just kind of gave it like a second wind. Uh, yeah, it was a totally different way to see it. There, there's, we've seen it now on our own. We've introduced people to it. We've watched it with people for the first time. This we've was infected a infected people with it. We've never seen it in a movie theater with no. other people. We ju- we made that jump from that to riff tracks, and it I, there's there hasn't been a better way to watch it than this yet for me. No, and definitely one of the things I noticed is. Having never seen it on an actual big screen, having only seen it on our TV, you know, you I, I've been reading Disaster Artist and it talks about how he's filming it with two different cameras and everything. And you really don't necessarily notice it on a small screen, but man, when it's on a movie theater screen, wow. You can you, see the difference. You, and once, you can see it. Once it catches your eye and then you remember that story, yeah. you, you kind of probably have it in the back of your head to look for it and then you notice it a lot more. And it just adds to the terrible charm of this movie oh yeah and now um you said disaster artist and that's another reason why i want to do this review because with disaster artist being made into a movie by james franco and his brother right his brother's playing greg sestero if i'm not mistaken i think so yeah i'm not sure what his brother's name is but i think that's something franco yes (laughs) the other franco Franco American. <laughs> That's I was waiting for someone to make that joke. Well, it had to be you or me. American Franco. So, but anyway, my point is, with that movie coming out, it wouldn't surprise me if this were to be released before or after or even during again, have another encore presentation. So I wanted to get this review out for that as well to kind of endorse if it comes around again. Don't Go see miss it. it. It's it's it is awesome. I didn't, and with that possibility of it coming, I didn't want to recite a lot of jokes, but I did want to mention a couple things because they were just brilliant. And the first thing I want to mention was that we weren't sure whether or not the sex scenes would be in this because we didn't know if it was billed as a family event. There is no rating for it because it's a Fathom event. I guess it's in a sense a private event. Yeah. So they don't need an MPAA rating. No. But the the sex scenes are absolutely unedited. They're unedited. But... Maybe that's bad news for people with families that want to take their kids to this movie. But on the other hand, it's good news for people watching this movie because they are uncomfortable. hands down the funniest scenes in this movie. They are uncomfortable. The first one just takes that uncomfortability and ramps it up. Yeah. Like through the roof. Especially with what you said earlier. Oh, yeah. Hip dick. Hip dick. <laughs> and then that just lasts for the rest of the movie. I never really even thought about the positioning <laughs> until I until I heard that comment and I was like, "Oh, n- oh, yep." The second sex scene, the one on the spiral staircase, Bill Corbett and Mike Nelson take over and they kind of take on they don't kind of they take on the voices of Lisa and Mark and the scene turns into very quickly before our eyes, from a sex scene into a scene where Lisa's hair is caught in the banister and Mark's foot's caught in the stair steps and they're trying to get yeah. out. And that is even funnier than the first sex scene. Yeah. And then the third sex scene is just a like a, a tortuous, uh, well, well, not torturous, isn't the, the funny part is, but the, the theme they put it is just the torturous revisiting of the first sex scene. And yep. it, they are the three funniest scenes. So I'm glad they are in. Sorry for anyone that that don't go with wouldn't the tra- go because of the sex tra- scene, but it was uh, they were freaking hilarious. But yeah. if you know the room well, you know when the uh, 
cover your kids' eyes if you need to. You don't need to cover their ears because they don't say anything any worse than said in a movie. In fact, they're no. very clean. Oh yeah, they're very clean. And but the the visuals obviously are not. The visuals so much. will haunt you for the rest of your life. <laughs> the um the one scene I was waiting for ever since we bought tickets was the flower shop scene because yep. I wasn't sure how that scene is so unique and Memorable. so I just uh, funny on its own because of how poorly it's pieced together in post-production and i was like what are they going to do to it that isn't going to feel forced and uh, kind of heavy-handed making the the scene funnier when it's really just something that needs to stand on its own and lo and behold they're obviously of the same mind because they didn't say a single word during the scene but when the scene was over there was an exclamation made that was probably one of the funniest one-liners of the entire movie and I'm, i won't say it but nope. I will say, go see it yourself. <laughs> yeah, see it yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, the other note I had was the uh, recurring cancer reminder jokes were made were like funnier every time they brought it up because, of course, we know that we said in our show, cancer was a major plot point for a supporting character that came and went as soon as the word was said. Yep. But yet they, they did not let it go. Yep. So, and that is. As far as lines and jokes, like I said, I don't want to recite it. I don't want to spoil no, it for this anyone. This is more like, hey, this was our experience, but you need to go and do it yourself. Yep. There's really no way to relive how exciting and how fun it was. It You're just going to have to see it. All we can do is endorse yeah, it if it comes exactly. in your town. And I just want to mention what my favorite parts were, and I think those were it. Were there any parts I missed that were you would say were your favorite parts? Oh, it's so hard. The whole thing, like you were saying, the, the whole thing has you laughing from beginning to end. So it's and it's kind of a blur because it was just all so good. Yeah. It, it was all consistently good. But any- my, mine is the sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> any bad parts? I, I don't know that. I don't think I could have named the. Uh, oh no! Think I, I think I would think I would change. The only thing that was bad to me was I think the projector was messed up on our show because the the picture didn't fill a screen. It was kind of square. No. And mm-hmm. everything looked a little mush, but you got used to the faces, but it really stood out to me when like a full-size sedan drove by and it looked like a Mini Cooper. Yeah. But uh, it was a little compressed. You really but- needed, yeah. I mean, it was a little, I think it was off, uh, what is it? Uh, I was going to say ratio. That's not the word I'm looking for. Oh, darn it. I know this from my projector days. Well, I did, but I forget now. Totally slipped my mind what the word is. It was, um, ah, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. Whatever it is, I think they had it set wrong for that particular projector. It's all digital now. I don't know how they, or whatever setting they need to make was wrong. But honestly, it didn't ruin it at all. No, was- and and I think another ringing endorsement was uh, when we got there, there were actually some friends of mine that were there yeah. that had seen it when it first came out, and they came back. That's how good it was, is that it was worth seeing again. That, that was another thing I just thought of that we didn't talk about. They had, like, I'm sure everybody's movie theater has this, at least big chain where you have previews and trivia questions and things like that that oh, go on before yeah, the previews. Yeah. They had them too, but it was Riff Tracks ones. It was Riff Track ones. Riff Tracks trivia, which was all wrong, which was hilarious. And like they did they even had the movie quotes. And yep. my favorite one of that was I am Groot, Galax- Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy Two, and in parentheses, we didn't see the script, but we think it's a safe bit. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That was really funny. So they even and their pre show had Weird Al and a couple other comedian uh, musicians that they thanked and said music used 
yeah. by permission of and, I, and Weird Al Yankovic and the other two, whoever they were. Weird Al, of course, is that's the name you never forget. I didn't know the other two, so that was cool too. The whole experience from beginning to end was it was a immersive riff tracks experience. Dumb question, I think. What do you give it out of five? Five. Five. Yeah, me too. No doubt. No, no it was doubt. fun. I yeah. I would go see another one. Yep. I I really hope to do this again. I mean, even without Disaster Artist coming out, I, I would love to see this come out once a year because it would be it would be an annual tradition I would try to do. Yeah. And I think and I'd I'd love to see it again with Dave and Jack. That takes some travel, of course, but if that opportunity ever arose, yeah, I'd love to do that. Even Tommy was so. Gave his approval on this. I don't know if he knows what it is or not, but he oh, gave his approval because he did a promo for him, uh, a promo video that's on their Instagram and Facebook okay. accounts. Special event of the room. Please go to ricktruck.com, theroommovie.com. And again, you can laugh, you can cry, you can express yourself. Oh, please don't hurt the job, okay? Enjoy the room. Peace. So even he, maybe, maybe or maybe not, gets the joke. I don't know. I think he's just as happy for any screenings it gets. <laughs> Um, if you if this doesn't come around again, if you don't get to see it, there is a studio recording of the room on Rift Tracks. It's three ninety nine, definitely worth it. It was done in two thousand nine, so some of the jokes are different because they did have some topical jokes. Yes, they did. One yeah. celebrity in particular. Yeah, I won't say. Uh, and uh, so, but but by and large, it's it's the same. I've now bought it and watched it, and it's it's it's. It's the really good stuff is is there. It, it rates a nine point seven on their site out of over a thousand shares and reviews. So it's it's up there with some of their top ones. Oh, there's there's rich material to yeah. mine. Yeah, I actually put in uh I'll put, right now I'll put in the their their public ad for it on their site. So I'm not stealing any of their any of their content that they're for sale. So I'll put that in just so people get an idea what what they would get for three ninety nine. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny. Wow, mood up? swing, I, I think. Yeah, it's she hard to tell with someone that's europe -y. Well, did you? No, it's not true. Don't even ask. I can't believe you brought What's it up. With you? Well, I'm just sitting up here thinking, you know. It's not going very well. I got a question for you. Yeah. You think girls like to cheat like guys do? What makes you say that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm just kind of a major douchebag. I don't have to worry about that because Lisa's loyal to me. Yeah, man, you never know. The wisdom of Mark. Very strange these days. I used to know a girl. She had a dozen guys. Apostles, if you will. One of them found out about it, beat her up so bad she ended up in a hospital on Guerrero Street. <laughs> no, seriously, she's in a coma. Yeah, you can say that again. I'm so happy I have you as my best friend, and I love Lisa so much. Yeah, man. Yeah, you are very lucky. Well, maybe you should have a girl, Mark. Yes, just go have one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. That girl in the hospital isn't doing much yeah, these days. <laughs> I don't know yet. Well, what happened? Remember Betty? That's her name? Yeah, she was fictional, Betty? and she yeah. was married to Barney Rubble. So. Yeah, we don't see each other anymore. You know, she wasn't any good in bed. She was beautiful, but we had too many arguments. And she was too nice, and she stole That's stuff. My Lisa's great when I can get it. Oh, man, I just can't figure women out. Sometimes they're just too smart. Sometimes they're flat-out stupid. Hey, leave Tara Reid out of this. Other times they're just evil. It seems to me like you're an expert, Mark. And I'm an expert no. on experts. I'm not an expert, Johnny. What's bothering you, Mark? Is it your lack of sleeves? Nothing, man. Do you? Do you have some secrets? Forget it. Why don't you Why? tell me? Forget it, dude. Is it some secret? No, tell me. forget it. I'll talk to you later. 
Well, whatever. Its concern is intense, but very, very volatile. Hey, are my drug problems over? Hey, Johnny. Oh, hi, Danny. What's wrong with Mark? He's cranky today. <laughs> Not as good funny as that hilarious hospitalized woman joke, but still pretty you? good. Not much. So, yeah, I would definitely suggest absolutely seeing it. No doubt, if you're a fan of The Room, if you're a fan of Rift Tracks, even if you've never even heard of Rift Track, but you know who MST3K is, go see this. The f- price is fair, just a touch over what a, I think like a, a matinee ticket was. It's not quite the cheap uh, midday tickets, but the, or the, whatever that, I don't know what time. We used to call it Twilight in our theater days, and it was the, like the five o'clock show, but now there's like shows at two, three, four, five, and six at a different price level. But it's like the just a little bit over the matinee, but not quite as much of a as a seven or eight eight o'clock movie ticket. It was worth worth it. every penny. Oh yeah, worth every penny. And again, if, but if you can't, the Rift Tracks one is always available. I I can't think of a better way to see it now after this. Nope. I, 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 I think if we even went to go see it in one of those screenings where people hold up the spoons and throw a football around, this would still be better than yeah. that. I can't imagine it not being because everything they said in this, there there was not a... But I think we still should fulfill that experience. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. There was not a scene. There was like, for every scene, there's a couple jokes. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to be unrealistic and say every joke made me laugh, but there was a laugh in every scene for me. No doubt. Sometimes yeah. every joke in that scene didn't make me laugh. Though. Oh, yeah. So great job by Mike, Bill, and Kevin, men I've never met and have no right being on a first-name basis with. <laughs> but if you <laughs> can't say it enough, if, if you're a fan of The Room and you like to laugh, check out the live show or at the very least by The Rift Tracks. RiftTracks.com. I hadn't mentioned that. So with that, you have anything else to add before I wrap up here? No, that was it was a fun, it was a fun evening. It went real late. Which sucked on us Thursday, but but <laughs> well, we went out fun. to dinner after two. If yeah. we didn't do that, it'd be a nice. Er, we would have got home at a decent time. Yes, but it was it was a lot of fun, and I, I'm really glad we did it. We we almost almost forgot about yep. it, and then and then we remembered and bought the tickets, and it was definitely worth it. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that is our endorsement. If you. Uh, enjoyed this. this is the first you ever heard of us talk about the room on news as check out our special news as enters the room to get the full experience and uh, until then i'll say thanks for listening